Welcome to another Macquarie Life Church podcast. We hope you enjoy this message. So tonight we, we're finishing the series on the gospel, the good news. And it's supposed to be good news, isn't it? That's why we have a bit of fun in church, because it's good. We can laugh. We can have a good time and know that God's got our back. And tonight I'm talking to you about faith and the gospel, the faith connection and the gospel. And my message tonight is almost like um, structured like Mentos. Who knows what Mentos is? There's a picture of Mentos over there for you. That's kind of our faith walk. It's got a soft inner, a nice, soft, chewy inner, and a hard outer. And that's how I'm going to structure my message tonight for you, is we're going to first look at the soft inner, the inside, and then we're going to look at what does it look like, the hard outer, in this physical world. What does that mean for us? Faith in action. So I'm going to... Start off with Hebrews eleven sixteen, And without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. And I'm going to finish my message tonight with seeking God, with another scripture that says the same. Because God will reveal himself to you if you fair dinkum about him. If you're sincere to really truly get to know this God, He will reciprocate. He's not made of stone and wood. He's not some statue somewhere that you need to rub to kind of get a good feeling. He's alive and He will reciprocate to you. So let's look at the the soft inner. Who do we have faith in? When we talk about faith, it's it's sometimes the focus is so much on us that we forget who we have faith in. And I reckon if we can understand who we have faith in, the bit that we need to do is is so easy. It kind of just slots in, you know, like a key in a keyhole, it just works. But when we forget about who we have faith in or should have faith in, it becomes complicated because we internalize. And we try and struggle through it with works or intellectual meanings where it's really easy. So, the good news for a good God. Galatians 5, 6. For when we place our faith in Christ Jesus, there is no benefit being circumcised or being uncircumcised really referring to works. There's no benefit about what you do. What is important is faith expressed itself in love. That's the starting point for our faith. That's the starting point for your faith. Faith is expression of love. God's love to you and your reciprocated love towards God. Because when we know He loves us and He loves us dearly, we can have full confidence in His will and purpose for our lives. And so faith is not a random thing or transactional. It's relational. 
when we talk about faith and Christianity, the, the who is very important. You can't just have the what, the faith, but it's the who. You know, for, for those, we talked about students tonight and people going back to uni. If you have a good strategy session or planning session, what I found, when you look at the who and the why first, before you look at the what, the when, and the where, it usually works much better. And so when we look at the who first, it makes sense to us. And there's a slide that I've got up there with two faces. And if we don't understand the true nature of God, you're going to relate to Him in the wrong way. If you don't understand God's character, you're going to struggle having faith in Him. Maybe you think He's a schizo. He's just a angry man because that's what you used to when you were young or that's what you used to growing up in school with teachers you know the, the enemy satan is very clever he's cunning the bible says and so what he will do he'll take a bit of truth he'll twist it so that the end it actually takes you down the wrong path who's heard of weaker furniture Weaker furniture, it means twisted. You know, all these beautiful outdoors patio furniture you see with lounges. Some of them are called wicker, the twisted nature of the, the furniture. And that's what Satan does. He twists things a little bit. And if he can get, can get you, even though a little bit is truth, but if he can get you to understand just a little bit of a lie, deception about God being vindictive, and angry at you. He succeeded in you not being able to have confidence in him completely. I love it. Insurance world. When you take an insurance policy, blueprint is um, we don't cover acts of God. You know, the world is very happy to blame God for the bad stuff. You know, the, the stuff that destroy the natural disasters. Why don't they, if they blame him for the bad stuff, why don't they blame for the good stuff too? And so they try and present God as a yin and a yang in the new age, you know, a bit of good, bit of bad. But I'm telling you tonight, God is good. So let's look at his character quickly. There's three instances in the New Testament where it directly uh, talks about God's character and who he is. 1 John 4, 8. He who does not love does not know God, for God is love. God is. God equals love. It's not God's loving. It's not an emotion. He equals love. Whatever you understand or want to understand about the ultimate love, that is God. John 4, 24. God is spirit. Those who worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. God is love and God is spirit. And the last one, 1 John 1, 5, God is light. And in, in him, there's no darkness. There's no yin and yang. And so if you want to know God's will for your life, you know maths. We're all, we're all about education tonight. I love it. A equals B. And if B equals C, A must equal C. So if you know God's character, 
Why are we so um, confused sometimes about his will? A equals C. His will is and only can be aligned with his character and his purpose. Wow, that's a relief, isn't it? That's easy. Okay, God, I get it. This is your character. This is your will for my life. They won't be opposites. I can trust you. That's my faith journey. You know, a few years ago, some of you know I'm from South Africa, Johannesburg, better known as Gangster's Paradise. My cousin, he just met this girl. They go out to a little restaurant there in Johannesburg. They are madly in love with each other. They find a nice little quiet table in the corner, around the corner there in the restaurant, and all they do is gaze at each other's eyes all night long. And at some stage, they look over and they see a lady on the floor. They're not sure what's going on. They're just like, who cares? We are in the zone with each other. And when they finished up, they want to go and pay the bill. About half an hour later, they get up and there's a commotion. There's police in the restaurant. And they're like, what's going on? And they said, where have you guys been? We've just been burgled. There's just been... A burglary, armed burglary in the restaurant. And everyone else had to hand their purses over, but they were so in tune with each other. They didn't know anything. And I want to tell you, that's what God's like with you. His eyes are on you 24-7. He's so in love with you. And because he's love, he can't fall out of love with you like we do as humans. God is for you, and it never changes. That is his character. And when we understand that, we go after him. We seek after him, not after the signs. We don't look after the blessing. We, we don't just go to God and pray for the blessing. We're just like, I'm close to God. He's my dad. He'll look after me. He knows I've got bills to pay. He knows. Father, can you just help me out? You know, my mom, she's never been a very wild Pentecostal lady. I grew up in a pastor's home. Mom is a pastor's wife. But she, like I said, never really overt or, you know, overtly Pentecostal. But she had a very strong faith in God. And about 15 years ago, she's in the garden. She's now retired. She's in her early 70s. She's gardening and all of a sudden, she feels she's losing her balance, and she's falling backwards, and there's concrete. And just out of her relationship with God, she just cries out and says, Lord, please don't let me fall today. Here's a lady that's been a child of God for most of his life, say 50 years at that point. She knows God's character. She's known God, for 50 years, she had confidence and faith in him in that moment. And she said she fell backwards. And when she said that, she didn't see anything, but she just felt something support her back and bring her back into position. Wow. 
when you search after God's heart, you don't have to search for the signs. The sign points us to Him. The sign is not the ultimate. It's like the exit sign on the door. We don't worship the sign. The sign just tells us where the door is. The signs tell us where God is. Sign's not the ultimate thing. But when you're sincere with God, He will look after you. Faith is an expression of love. So let's look at the external, the exterior, that hard exterior, the faith in our physical world. Five senses, what you can taste, smell, hear, feel, touch. Because God's placed in us all dreams and hopes. You know, he says even before you were born, he's placed them in you. He knew you and the plan he had for you before you were even born. That's the plans he's got for you. But faith in this world is, I saw the other day in, in the gym, this sign that I thought I have to use one day. A goal without a plan is just a wish. So you've got these dreams inside of you. You've got these goals. But what are you doing about it? It's so easy for us in comfort, especially in Newcastle, the Hunter Valley. Man, you've got the beaches, you've got family life, you've got the Wadigans, you've got the vineyards, you've got Macquarie. Life's good in the hood. But it's easy to get comfortable, with, and then you forget about that plan. You need to put a plan together for those dreams. And the Holy Spirit's called the helper. Not the initiator. You walk, he walks with you. You step out on faith, he steps with you. Why are we waiting on God a lot of time? He's waiting on you. Those dreams and plans, that's, that's his first move. He's made the first move. He's put that dream in you, the passion. Go after it. What are you waiting for? Scrolling Nathan loves sometimes to take the mickey out of me. Scrolling on your phone, sitting on your phone. It's got to be more to life than that. And I'm ashamed to say sometimes I get stuck in that too. So don't wait on God. He's made provision. If you put that dream in you, I heard this many years ago and it's so true. If he gives you the vision, he'll give you the provision. We don't have to petition him. Relationally, God, Father, he's for you. Dad, let's do something. And he's like, done. Let's do it. You know, it's interesting. Sometimes when we receive forgiveness of our sins and our future in heaven, you know, when you give your life to God, that requires faith because we believe no one here is guaranteed eternal life, but we're sitting here believing that it's so. So that's step one, faith in God to forgive us of our sins and have eternal life. So why do we change it with faith? Why do we change it with stuff for healing? Why is it not the same formula? Why do we feel all of a sudden stuff on earth gets complicated? Dad, Provide, let's go about it, let's do it. He's with you. That's the gospel, the Zoe life. 
the God kind of abundant life. That's why Jesus said he came. Eternity starts right here on earth, not in heaven one day. He's our dad. He wants us to trust him even now on earth. So, two things I quickly want to touch on before I finish up. Faith walk, hearing and speaking. Hearing. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You need to hear things. You need to align yourself and position yourself to hear God talk to you. Read the book for yourself. Some of you might be here tonight because of a family member. Your parents ask you to come. Your boyfriend or girlfriend asks you to come. Check it out for yourself. Make sure that you don't miss God because you might be here for someone else. Check it out for yourself. Podcasts. Read the book. Start in the New Testament and get to understand what Jesus' character is like. Because one thing I've learned, you cannot force your revelation in life on someone else. I think there's a slide for that. To get revelation, you have to do your own personal journey of time and sacrifice or investment. It's going to cost you. It's not like the lotto. It's not going to be a freebie on the plate. If you want to understand God and faith, do the journey. And I promise you, God will reciprocate if you do it for yourself. And the next one, speaking. Proverbs 18.21. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. You will eat the fruit of your words. And you know what? When you are believing for something, we will know if you really do based upon what you say. Your words will give it away. If you've changed your attitude towards a certain topic, we will know because your words will say it. Faith. You know, when I, it was in my early 20s, rededicated my life doing Bible college back in London. But I was addicted to cigarettes, nicotine, smoked two packets a day, but I went to Bible college anyway. I'm like, if he's relationally, he can put up with me. And I got an understanding of the Word of God, the hearing first and then the speaking and I got to understand that, you know what, I don't need a pastor to pray for me. I'm going to pray for myself. I couldn't go one day without a cigarette. I knew I was hooked. I had a problem. And I went to bed one night after Bible college session, and I laid my hands on my head myself. Thank you, worship team. Yeah, you can come, Lily as well, and Adrian. I lay hands on myself. I said, and I prayed. I said, I don't need anyone else. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And that night, God set me free from nicotine. Hearing first to really get it. Because some of you, 
you know, you've got a bit of head knowledge, but it's never really penetrated in the heart. So I want to finish with Jeremiah 29, 11. And this, this verse, my mum said to me often in my young life, when I was down, depressed, hurt, and I used to talk to her on the phone, and all she did was she was able to encourage me with this. For I know the thoughts I think towards you, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call on me and go and pray to me, and I will listen to you, and you will seek me, and you will find me. When you search for me with all of your heart, Scripture in the Old Testament tied to the Scripture in the New Testament that we began the message with. If you fare dinkum with God and you search for Him with all of your heart, He will not let you down. Thank you for listening. We hope you have enjoyed this message. For more information, please visit macroylifechurch.com.au.